Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether that's two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Hey, and we finally got our uh, uh, Yearwood Performance text line uh, back up. That's uh, 505-226-1442, 226-1442. If you want to uh, send me a message uh, directly to the uh, uh, computer here uh, right in front of me. Um, also, you can join us on uh, Facebook Live. And, uh, of course, R.J. Lee's taking care of all of that. Good morning, R.J. Uh, first thing I got to ask, um, I was getting ready to watch two football games today, two NFL games today, uh, and uh, now I don't know what's going on. Uh, it sounds like we're going to have a whole bunch uh, later this week as well. Uh, can you kind of give us a rundown on that, man? Yeah, David, a lot of this is going on yeah. over here uh in the NFL season, of course, everything we're learning about, it seems like uh, they're taking COVID a few extra steps trying to get everything back and forth. But originally, they were trying to have everything scheduled as is. They were trying to not neglect what's going on, but kind of having to see like, man, we are just going to have to play these games. And they switched around our schedule where we still have one Saturday night game. The Patriots are going to be in Indianapolis tonight. Then we're going to have our regular slate of Sunday games, but we're going to have two Monday night games. So uh, Mountain Time, it's going to be a 3 p.m. game in our normal 6.30-ish kind of Monday night game. Cool. And two games on Tuesday we're going to have to move around. So they're moving around the schedule where no postponements. They're going to try our best with everything because it seems like a lot of people aren't getting sick as of right now. They are testing positive. But, I mean, that's a little above my head exactly what's going to happen there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's for sure. But... You know what? There's still going to be a full slate of games coming. I'm I'm kind of excited. You know, I mean that's you know that's like having racing during the week, uh, which we had you know in 2020 with uh, uh, NASCAR had to run some to catch up the schedule um, in the week. But pretty uh, pretty cool uh, that we're going to get some extra games. Uh, just kind of a little bit of chaos, uh, like you had mentioned on that, trying to figure out what the schedule is. Uh, but also big time football game today here in Albuquerque, the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, getting kicked off uh, at noon. Uh, definitely could go check that out. Uh, be a good time. But we've got some other events going on. Uh, the Albuquerque Dragway, we're still waiting on their uh, 2022 schedule, but should be out um, soon. But uh, what else is going on? Uh, looks like there's a couple of light displays you can see here and down in Vado. Sure is, David. I mean, there's a few events that are going on. I bet there's plenty more, but we always try to keep it local at the tracks. Yep. So what we're seeing at Sandia Speedway, it's their Light of Enchantments, uh, which is the Southwest premier drive through Christmas Live show with over 350 light displays with a million points of light. Over a million. Not just one million. A lot more than that. I see over a million, it seems like, just driving by. Well, but, I, I was going to say, many great events. Do, do, you, do you remember uh, Bush Sr.? 
running and, and the whole campaign of thousand points of light. Do, do you remember that? Are you old enough to remember that? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to back to uh, promoting the uh, Sandia Light Fest. Yeah, David. I mean, pretty much what's going on, just so many great events. They have it where it's pretty much at the end of November, they're trying to get it all together, and it's going on until the first of the year. So you still have plenty of time to go see this amazing event. And they always have this Community First program where they help out the family and friends that want to join for the Christmas season. And pretty much they're buying your tickets online. You can still do this where if you buy them online at holdmyticket.com and use a coupon code LIGHTS20, you actually get 20% off your ticket. So, hey, a little discount too. I mean, they do it by the car load. So, hey, get out there and have a good time. That's fantastic. And, of course, Vado Speedway uh, still going just a couple of days left. Uh, and, of course, you can see Santa, uh, the Grinch, or Buddy the Elf. What's the uh, particulars on that? So they've been having it spaced out where Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they have these great events going on where, you know, th- different days from 7 to 10, they're going to have a lot of inflatable displays, holiday music, campfire, s'mores, light display, so much fun stuff out there where they've had Santa on Thursday, the Grinch on Friday, Buddy the Elf is coming out tonight on Saturday. And the 23rd is going to be their last day for this event. And all three, they're going to fight out a little room for each other. <laughs> but you're going to see the Grinch, Santa, and Buddy the Elf all coming to Vado Speedway to have a good time. So go out there with your family. You said, I mean, it's a good drive. It's a fun time. Out here in New Mexico, especially this time of year, you're going to have an amazing time. That's fantastic. Uh, fighting it out. That just seems appropriate at a dirt track. All right. Speaking of dirt tracks, uh, Alien Speedway's announced a... Uh, 300 lap enduro for january 8th so we'll get some more information on that uh but uh looks like uh tomorrow moriarty mx is going to have another fun day yeah they've been prepping up where they still have their great uh two-wheel events from 11 to 4 like i said they pushed it back an hour during the winter's time it's usually from 10 to 3 but from 11 to 4 tomorrow it's their sunday fun day prep practice so you can still go out there on two wheels and have an amazing time out at moriarty mx and also, I mean, their schedule is already out for 2022. So go check the Lucky 13 Rate Series. That's going to start March 5th, which, hey, 2022, March 5th is not far away. So they're going to have a lot of cool events. I bet they're going to have a ton of these practices leading up to their series, but it's going to be a fun time overall. All right. Well, let's let's kick it off. Of course, on the other side, we're going to be caught up with Jim Costas. He's going to be able to tell us more about this. Uh, but Stevie Cruz, that's right, uh, ESPN Radio and the New Mexico Motorsports Sports. Oh, and Stevie Cruz is going to be out uh, spinning some tunes uh, out at Yearwood from noon to four today. Uh, pizza, sodas, music. Uh, there's going to be a chance to win a $100 uh, gift card to the store, as well as um, they're going to have uh, what's called a uh, Christmas tree or the starting tree practice. Uh, Swadra is going to have it set up so you can uh, compete against your buddy to see how fast your reaction time is. Uh, what else have we got going on around town? Heck yeah, Dave. No, there's some great events going on. We're going to talk more about that Euro performance race, which I'm super excited for. But one thing that I'm going on, I'm going to skip a little bit around our event calendar, is actually tomorrow there's going to be the Santa Sleigh Ride. That's going to be at the Fat Daddy's Auto Spa in Aztec uh, Road Northeast in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I almost said Aztec, New Mexico, <laughs> which is a place as well. But they have this great event from 10 to 2 where they're just going to have a bunch of great vendors out there. There's going to be raffles, prizes, a bunch of a mix of motorcycles, lowriders, a bunch of fun already categories, and a few surprise ones that you got to go out there and see for yourself. 
Cool. So uh, Santa's sleigh ride is going to be out there where, hey, I hope there's a sleigh, but there's going to be plenty of cars that you can kind of take a ride onto. Well, I love how you, you dig and you find uh, different events. You got one in Tularosa, uh, New Mexico, you got to tell us about. Sure do, Dave. And Tularosa, so it's going to be Santa in the Basin. It's actually a toy drive and car show. It's at the Immacu- it's the Immaculate Car Club. It's partnering with Santa on the West End to give uh, kids a Immaculate Christmas. So they're going to end. It's going to be invites to show up and show off any ride that you want to bring. Old or new, low or high, slow or fast, four wheels or two wheels. They're pretty much saying anyone, they're taking the New Mexico Motorsports Report kind of like MO going. <laughs> right, exactly. And all they do is ask to bring a toy for a girl or a boy. And uh, it's going to be the entry fee. But go out there in Tularosa and have a great time at the Santa in the Basin Toy Drive and Car Show. Well, that's fantastic. And, of course, as we, we remind you every week, uh, just let us know if you got something going on because uh, uh, it's going to be a little slower as as it's cold. Like this morning, it was like 25 degrees or something. Uh, of course, it, the sun's out, so it's probably going to be really nice. And back to T-shirt weather by about 2 o'clock, maybe, maybe not in the shade, uh, but out in the sun. But I got to give a shout-out to RJ this morning. Uh, he, uh, it, I mean, I, I had to stop for gas, all kinds of stuff, you know, was running a little slow. Um, he's, he's doing triple duty this morning. I mean, because it, it's like COVID or something's going on here because nobody's here. Uh, Dan's in Virginia, uh, Spencer's out racing in Las Vegas road racing, which we'll have to hear about that, um, you know, next week or something. But, uh, but yeah, I mean. RJ's on the other side of the glass and doing social media. So, uh, uh, shout out to RJ this morning. Uh, but we do got a whole lot coming up, including, you know, we got Jim Costa on the other side. I uh, was able to catch up with Jade Gerst, um, a book out called A Checkered Past. It's about Alonzo Jr. That's a really great interview. You want to take, uh, take a listen to that a little bit later. And of course, we're going to talk about that Formula One finale. Uh, with John Haverland with the Circuit Journal uh, later in the show. Uh, but we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Jim Costa with Yearwood Performance. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And uh, we'll take, take that music down a little bit. There you go. All right, so uh, a big party going on today over at uh, Yearwood Performance. Uh, that's uh, on Eubank, just south of I-40, and joining us now uh, is Jim Costa. How are you doing this morning, Jim? I don't, I don't have any hearing. Uh, I don't have any on him. Uh, you can uh, check that out for us, RJ. Hey, Jim, you there? I, I can see him. I have him there. I uh, just can't hear him yet. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll figure this out a little bit. But, of course, uh, Yearwood Performance since 1968 uh, has been your home for go-fast parts, giving you the edge you need on the track and the street 
knowledge of what to use and how to use it. Uh, fuel injection systems, gauges, hose accessory, largest selection of hoses and fitting. Uh, Torco racing fuel ready to go in five-gallon uh, convenient containers. Uh, New Mexico's oldest and y- largest speed shop. Yearbook Performance 341 Ubank. Uh, and uh, you can check them out, yearwoodperformance.com. All right, let's try that again. Are you there, Jim? St- still can't hear him yet, so uh, we'll keep working on that, um, RJ. Uh, see if we can get him uh, get him over there. Ah, so just saw it drop out, so we'll get that get that going. But, of course, there's all kinds of cool stuff over there. As a matter of fact, uh, the sniper, uh, they just got the, the sniper in. Um, you can put that on electronic fuel injection um, on your car. Uh, you can get everything, wheels, tires, uh, everything. As a matter of fact, you know, today, starting at noon, you have a chance to come out come out and hang out with everybody, uh, check out some of the new stuff, but also can get, uh, uh, you know, get an opportunity to win a $100 gift card. So uh, that's uh, that's really pretty cool to be able to uh, to do that because, you know, $100 there, you know, goes goes a long way, but... We got so many cool, cool things to uh, uh, to do there. So we got RJ. I think that maybe maybe we got it figured out. It's got that a check mark on the computer. I don't know what that means. Are you there, Jim? Nope, not quite. We still haven't figured it out yet. So we'll uh, uh, we'll get that figured out. Uh, but uh, you know, another thing, you know, I'm really looking forward to the you know the 2022 season uh, NASCAR. They got that new car coming out. Um, gonna, new for everybody, so they're gonna have to figure it out maybe a little bit more balance for the teams. Um, uh, Formula One or Formula E, as a matter of fact, you want to watch some racing going on right now. Um, in January 28th, uh, we got the uh, Diara uh, Grand Prix E Prix, uh, is going on. Um, of course, the NHRA season starts February 17th through the 20th. That's the Lucas Oil NHRA Winter Nationals, uh, presented by protecttheharvest.com so we'll uh uh that de- they got that definitely coming up um let's see what else we got what else we got on the docket of course uh i, I don't know if you guys saw that formula one race the end of the formula one race last uh last weekend but man that thing was absolutely insane and as a former race director i mean you always want to try and end on a green flag you don't want to definitely definitely end on a yellow flag but uh uh, that's what ended up happening with that race is uh, uh, they finished on green, uh, but uh, uh, but what you know, uh, but you know they were really concerned about whether they what they were going to do to get that thing uh, get that thing done. And of course, the race director uh, Mike was having a real uh, real issue with that. But uh, you're still operating on uh, Jim Costa here, and we'll get that get that for you in in just a second. Uh, but uh, a lot of a lot of other things are going to be coming up. Uh, it's going to be a great season uh, next year uh, for all, all of it. NHRA, uh, IndyCar. As a matter of fact, you know what was interesting is to see the end of this season. You had a first time winner in Formula One, IndyCar, uh, and in NASCAR. Uh, of course, NASCAR with uh, uh, you had uh, Kyle Larson uh, was your first time winner. Uh, Alex Pillow, uh, what a season he actually had uh, was quite uh, quite amazing, and and of course you know your first time winner with Max Verstappen. Now Max Verstappen seems like such a rookie, but he's been around for eight years, so that's uh, that's that's pretty uh, pretty tremendous. But uh, um, anyway, uh, 
Hey, RJ, I think if you put it on the other side, if you put it on hold and then you put it on the other side, then I think I can get it on this side. So on the other side of the phone. Because I can see it on hold. So try that and, and pick it up on the other side. I think it sends it over to me. So anyway, like I said, uh, RJ trying to do a triple duty uh, this morning. So we're trying to uh, trying to get uh, Jim Costa on there for you. So, uh, or maybe call Sal really quick, see if he can figure it out. Uh, but anyway, a uh, lot of things, a lot of things going on, a lot of things coming up uh, next season. Looking forward to the uh, 2022 schedule for Albuquerque Dragway uh, to come out. Last last year they had over 50 um, events. It was just tremendous to be able to uh, uh, see all the different things that they had uh, going on. Uh, they had two all-out call-outs. I think they're doing it again this year. Uh, the big truck invasion uh, was uh, was something new. It was really cool to uh, uh, to see. You know, I mean, just an invasion of trucks. They had they had diesels. They had all kinds of stuff. But doing all kinds of events, uh, and you'll definitely want to check that out at Albuquerque. Dragway, that's abqdragway.com. I'll have the, the new schedule out. Uh, and actually, I, I don't know what to do without it, um, having the Super Nationals. Of course, last year, and it seems like pretty much nothing was happening. Um, and, and we weren't able to do that. But, uh, man, super, not having Super Nationals uh, was definitely uh, definitely a loss. So I tell you what, let's, let's just go ahead and go to break. Uh, and we'll do uh, the interview that we had with Jade Gerst, and we'll effort to get um, Jim Cost on here so we can talk about his events. Uh, you've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hey, this is Matt Crafton, driver of number 88 Menards Toyota Tundra for Tour Sport Racing. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with Dave Swope. On ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. Hi, this is Al Unser, Jr. You're listening to ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here's David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And if you're looking for a really good Christmas gift, I got an idea for you. Uh, it's a book out about Al Unser Jr. called A Checkered Past. And joining us now is Jade Gerst. How are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing well. How are things there in uh, in Albuquerque? Well, fortunately, um, they're they're pretty good. Of course, last week the the passing of Al Senior, um, mm-hmm. whereas he had a, a lengthy battle with cancer, it's you're never still never quite ready for it. Um, and and I'm sure you had a lot of discussions with uh, with Junior um, about his relationship with uh, with Big Al uh, leading into your book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a big chunk of the early parts of the book are are predominantly about his relationship with his dad uh, and uh, how his dad got him started in carding and really uh, took care of him, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, through his younger days and helped him make decisions on moving up uh, the ladder into indie cars. Uh, and so their relationship is very much uh, 
a big part of the book and uh you know with his uncle bobby and his cousin bobby jr uh it's been been a tough year uh for al jr but uh he seems to be handling it uh all right and uh you know getting getting through as best he can but uh but yeah the the uh, father-son relationship is a huge part of the book. Yeah. Um, the, the title of Checkered Past, um, of course, being in the Albuquerque area, um, following the unders a lot, um, th- there has been a lot of news about, you know, different things that have happened. I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of set the record straight on, on some of that. Um, how, how reluctant was Junior to kind of uh, address some of these uh, issues in his past? He was actually very anxious to to tell these stories. Uh, I think for him, it's almost it was almost like a catharsis to be able to share a lot of these stories. Uh, and I admire his his honesty and his openness. Um, you know, not a lot of people are willing to, you know, tell you the stories where they don't really look so heroic or glamorous. Right. Uh, we certainly have those moments in the book, but uh, but he was very open from the very first time that that we sat down. That uh, this was his opportunity to to tell the full story. He's very aware that uh, he's been in the tabloid headlines, and he wanted to share. Um, his his not his side of it but his the way things developed or how certain things Mm -hmm. came to be so um it was important for him right out of the box to be very open and honest about all that was there any anything that surprised you um i mean that might have been surprising to start with uh, a little bit uh i mean i had had worked with al in, in his uh penske days and had known known him worked with him on a book called beast which was about his win at uh, indy in 94 so uh, having been around the sport i knew some of the stories but just the the depth and the detail that he was willing to describe uh, for me was was pretty fascinating and even uh, talking about the family, he has some great anecdotes about the family, both his father and his uncle, uh, yeah. uh, that are uh, you know very entertaining and really um, are a lot of, of fun things that I I was not aware of just as a fan or as someone who had been in the sport for a while. So um, for me. Um, to be able to work with him was a thrill. And, and again, I'm a, I'm a fan. I love racing. So for me, it's fun to hear him talk about that uh, famous crash with Emerson Fittipaldi where everyone knows he gave him the thumbs up, but boy, there was a lot going on underneath the surface there. Um, the famous 1995 Indianapolis where the Penske team as a whole didn't qualify Mm-hmm. Um, and again, as a fan, I don't think that story had ever been told in depth. So, uh, so things like that, I think were, um, really fascinating, uh, to me as, as a race fan. And I think people who have read the book have responded to those, uh, those segments as well. Um, I was fortunate enough, uh, actually to, to interview a junior and ask him about, um, the contact with Fittipaldi and. Um, and I appreciated his candor because I'm like, 
I don't know why you didn't jump out and flip him off uh, and, and <laughs> yes. to say, refer to it as a moment of clarity, I, I, I thought was fantastic. But um, you did mention about uh, 1985 and, and failing the whole team failing to qualify. Uh, yeah. Could, could you give us a little taste of what, what we could get from the book on that? Well, it it's, it's actually covers two chapters. And again, um, I've written an entire book about him winning the 1994 Indy 500, but that 1995 failure, I really don't know that it's ever been told in depth. And he tells us about uh, even their very first early test at the Speedway, there just was something not right with their chassis. And they didn't know what it was. And they went back and, and tested again in cooler temperatures, and they thought they had solved whatever the problem was. Mm. Uh, and come the month of May, uh, suddenly the problem is back. And the way he describes it is that it was such a foreign feeling. They are so used to dominating every year at Indy that he, he said people just kind of I don't know, freak out is the right word, yeah. but it, it's just like the pressure and the the sort of the panic just went through the roof. Um, and it, we really, he described day by day everything that they tried to change. He drove um, an older Renard they tried to fix for him. He drove uh, a couple of Bobby Rahal's backup cars. I mean, they, it, this is an amazing tale of day by day of them struggling to get the speed to, to make it into the 500. And then he goes into great, great depth as well about what the failure to qualify, how it really was a shot to his confidence, mm. uh, that it, it really was a huge moment in his life that uh, kind of started some of the things that later on uh, caused him problems with whether it was alcohol or substance abuse. And so, uh, so that, that month of May in 95 is a kind of a, a, for lack of a better description, a big turning point in the book where he's come through the ranks and won championships and Indy 500s. And suddenly uh, things start to get uh, a little rougher. So it really is a centerpiece of the book uh, where you have a very distinct before and after um, of that month. Interesting. Um, and having not had a chance to review the book yet, um, what is the scope of it? Do you, do you kind of um, reminisce about some of his, his early driving um, or is it mainly kind of a, a kind of what happened since post 1985 it, with that it, incident? It's really both. Um, you know, we start from his young days. He began karting with help from his father at age nine. So uh, he tells about that and moving up into sprint cars and dirt tracks. And uh, and then from there, moving up the ladder into Indy cars. And certainly for, you know, more than a decade, his success in Indy car was just immense. Yes. Uh, again, winning multiple championships. Uh winning the, the 24 hours of Daytona, right? he's, he's a two-time IROC champion. Right. So we get all these great insights into um, him and the success. Uh, but again, that builds to a point where suddenly the, the foundation begins to crumble a bit. 
And then he's very open about uh, his latter days in, in the, what became the IRL uh, and the struggles that he had and his choice to retire, uh, which initially happened in the middle of a race at Richmond <laughs> Raceway. He got out of the car and he said he was done. So, um, so it's really, it encompasses basically his first 50 years, uh, 50 plus years. So um, it's a pretty comprehensive story of, of his life to, to the present time. What's the best way to, um, to get a copy of the book? Uh, you, you should be able to find it in your bookstores. Um, you can order it direct from the publisher, which is octanepress.com. Although I don't know their shipping times uh, with <laughs> Christmas coming up. Uh, maybe amazon.com. If okay. you're a Prime member, you can get that sucker shipped uh, overnight. Yeah. Uh, and you can also find uh, the Kindle, the electronic version okay. that is delivered instantaneously. Well, you've also done a couple of other books. Um, of course, the uh, um, uh, the Dale Earnhardt Jr. book, uh, recently yeah. the book on on Jeff Andretti. Um, in any other profiles that you're you're looking working at? Some other books coming up? You know, I, I did uh, the John Andretti book and the Al Jr. book back to back, so I'm kind of clearing my head at the moment. <laughs> so uh, let's just say my eyes and ears are open, but I, I've not yet started a, a new project. So um, it's, I guess the luxury of having done well in the the motorsports industry for so long, uh, it's uh, I, I can pick and choose my my spots. I guess I'm not worried about where uh, I'm going to afford lunch tomorrow. So uh, that helps me keep an eye out for sort of the the most compelling people and the the best stories. That's fantastic. What what, what difference did you find between uh, a stock car driver interviewing a stock car driver and their story? Uh, difference or similarities between that and an open wheel driver? Yeah, well, you know, early in their careers, John Andretti and Al were very similar. They came through karting. They were both very uh, successful in sprint cars on on dirt, uh, made their way up up into Indy cars. Uh, Al did not do as much stock car racing. He did make the Daytona 500 and did a few other races here and there. So that's where they diverged. But the 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 similarity is that they're both racers in the sense that they're willing to, to drive about anything uh, and uh, just were very passionate about the sport. And uh, I, I feel very lucky to have worked with a number of drivers that are part of these famous families, these dynasties, uh, you know, whether it's the Andrettis or the Unsers or the Earnhardts. Um, you know, I, I understand how privileged and lucky I've been to be able to work with people like that. What an interesting a book it would be with uh, Tony Stewart now uh, venturing into drag racing. Um, yeah. that, that, to throw somebody <laughs> out there, uh, that, that might be a, uh, a book that I would think would be very compelling. Um, to yeah, read. but uh, I, I, I and Tony in both of those books, in both John Andretti's and Al Jr. is is held in high regard by both of those guys by the fact that Tony would jump into anything and, and more than likely compete for a win. So yeah, he's uh, very uh, much mentioned in both books. Well, Hey, thank you for giving us a few minutes. I wish you the best of luck. And um, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity 
uh, for the listeners to go and grab um, a really good book. This would be a great holiday read. Uh, like you said, don't know about the supply chain, so we're not making any promises. But uh, <laughs> hey, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. All right. We've got a whole lot more. Stay tuned. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Schultz of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, hey, Jim, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, 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 woo, we figured it out. Hey, man. So, uh, well, third, third segment's a charm. Exactly, exactly. As a matter of fact, we're, we're going to do a short one here. We're going to put you on hold, and we're going to bring you back um, and do a full segment like we should. Uh, so, okay, no Right now, let's just uh, give them some particulars. Uh, what time does things get started today? Uh, everything's going to kick off right about noon. Um, pizzas will be ready from Pizza Castle, so we'll be picking up uh, 10 giant pizzas. we got sodas, waters, and hopefully a bunch of cool cars will show up so we can all gawk at those. we got a fire pit. we got Stevie Cruz. You have a fire pit? Why not? It's cold, dude. <laughs> okay, no, it's that's actually that's actually quite true. Uh, but uh, absolutely, looking for some fun. All right, let's take a quick break. We got to uh, pay pay a few bills, and then we'll get you back on, and, uh, and we'll talk some more about maybe some cool stuff uh, that people could come by and pick up uh, pick up for their Christmas ride. Will do. Awesome. All right, let's pay some bills, RJ. Hi, this is Henry Winkler, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope, ESPN Radio, 101.7, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here's David. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And what what do you think of that, Jim? I mean, what a crazy show, huh? Right, no doubt. Yeah, could, the whole time we were having troubles, I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Yeah, I could, couldn't, couldn't hear you at all. So, like, like basically having a conversation with my wife, you know. Um, I mean, I, I, I couldn't hear her at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, uh, great, great, great time at your place uh, going on later today. Uh, tell us a little bit about, I mean, kind of some of the, the, the new products, uh, maybe some new things you got in or some new things you got coming for uh, 2022. Well, I mean, we did just get in a brand new digital dash setup for the Fox Mustang from Autometer. Uh, that's a really neat piece. Uh, Completely LCD screen, uh, it's programmable, you, it's got multiple different uh, styles and gauges, it has, uh, I mean, it, and it bolts right into, you know, what, 
12 years of Mustang, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, that. That's a neat piece. We literally just got that in this week. Uh, but what we're really mostly excited about is we have product. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, um, it sounds funny that that's what we're excited about. But, you know, when your reps walk into the store and say, holy crap, you have product. And I, I was like, what do you mean? He says, no, you don't understand. I walk into stores and their walls are bare. Right. They do not have anything. And I both, I work really hard at making sure I, I, I have product for our customers. It's, it's, everyone says, what do you do back there? And, you know, jokingly always say, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm watching videos in the back. You know, that's all I do. But no, really, I mean, I, I scour the country trying to find product to make sure our customers have what they need. You know, I think a little bit of that, because I was having this conversation with my wife the other day, I think a little bit of it is is because you've been in business um, for as long as you have. So, I mean, since 1968, Yearwood Performance has been around. Um, I mean, you've been at the helm the last 10, 11 years. Um, and I think that what it is is... What's that? You're at 15? Almost 15. Oh, man, see, it's just the other day. And you look good. I mean, so you must be doing something right. Good, good skin care or something. Uh, but uh, what's what's interesting is to look at the, the older model of a business where you used to bring it in and shelve it, right? You know, there wasn't this, you know, order-on-demand stuff that goes on. And so you do evolve into some of this just-in-time for, you know, some of the harder, harder-to-find products. But really, I mean, you have, like, a couple aisles full of just different types of hoses and fittings, uh, you know, all different types of everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a... Uh, take great pride in the fact that somebody can come into our store and we can lay out their entire fuel system, cooling system, heaters, everything that they want to plumb, and you go back out and it doesn't even look like they touch the shelves. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah, so that we like that we work real hard at trying to make sure we have what what the consumer needs and you know, because it's important to us to, to for people to keep things local. And, and I know we're very honored that customers choose to use us because, really, it's pretty easy not to. Yeah. Well, it, exactly, except I'm, I go online and I don't know, you know, what what exactly I need. Uh, there's so much well, misconception. There, yeah, in there is that. Well, exactly. uh, we, we, have tried, we have tried some online sales in the past, um, you know, probably about 10 years ago, and... Um, it was like selling boomerangs. <laughs> they just come back. And, and I, yeah, it, everything I sold would come back because we had no input to help the consumer in guiding them to what they needed. And, you know, there's, there's so much knowledge here and this is, this is what we do. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not a plumber, but when I need something plumbed at my house, I hire a plumber. Right. Well, we're, the plumber of the car world, you know what I mean? It's when you need an expert to help guide you, we're here. And regardless of the project, we, we play with a hundred years of the automobile from the model a all the way up to Promont. And, you know, we don't know everything, but with the ability we have to research things and the fact that that's what we do all day long, we're pretty good at it. So if somebody was looking for, you know, like a, like a gift item, uh, what would be something that they could come in and, and pick up? Um, 
Well, the, the simple thing is a gift certificate. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the easy thing because now you don't have to worry about getting the wrong thing. You know, they they can come and get exactly what they want. But we have we do have some other things. We've got uh, we've got some clocks. We've got some T-shirts. We have you know hoodies, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, you know, it's there's so much stuff here. Um, I, I just you know we talk about it all the time. It's yeah. amazing. People still remember Yearwood 15 years ago, right? Where the counter was, you know, thirty feet in the door, and everything was just a warehouse, and there was no product here. Yeah, um, we are literally a dozen times more product than they had when I took over. Well, I, I'm surprised at even like your selection of helmets. Uh, do you, Do you still have that pink helmet? Yeah, actually, you know what? Uh, we started carrying them in a little larger sizes oh. because we had a guy that was like 6'4", 220, you know, big guy, came in and he goes, well, I want a pink helmet. Wow. Like, well, I can get you, a, I mean, a guy that big, no one's going to mess with him wearing a pink helmet anyway. Absolutely. So, you know? But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's it's just cool. I mean, we, we have American flag helmets. We've got some reds, some blues. Uh, black, white, flat black. We have racing harnesses in stock. We have fans, radiators, gauges. I mean, dude, we've got stuff. So have everybody swing by, check it out. All right. Well, of pizza from Pizza Castle, and you know, it's a, somebody needs to buy the the copper valve cover and oil pan and stuff because if they don't, I'm going to build a car around it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, I th- I think that that's a great that's a great idea. All right, man. Well, we'll catch you a little bit later today, uh, starting anew. But hey, thank you so much and uh, uh, Merry Christmas, man. Yeah, you too. And thanks for having me on. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be there in person. You know, that's my preference. But uh, uh, I've got a full plate today. You're just a little bit busy. No worries. Yes, sir. All right, right, right. All right guys. Thank All you right. much. Uh, happy ha- Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, you guys. RJ, everybody. Appreciate you. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. So that was uh, uh, Jim Costa over at Yearwood Performance. Of course, uh, come on by, you know, noon today uh, and, uh, you know, have a little lunch, hang out, uh, check out things. And if you want to check your reaction time, you know, as well, you can get on that, uh, uh, The we call it the Christmas tree, but basically it's the practice start. Um, and you can practice start um, on your drag racing because, you know, quite a quite a bit of the time, that's that's where your time is made up on on how quick you react to the Christmas tree. As a matter of fact, some big time uh, pro NHRA races were decided last year uh, by people red lighting, which means you go to you go too early. You anticipated that too much. But you know, like all kinds of racing, you know, uh, the head games that happen at the start of a race, or at, you know, even the start at a drag race where they're trying to figure out and time it just right. Absolutely amazing. But uh, come and hang out with other. Uh, other car guys today at Yearwood starting at noon. All right, RJ, we survived it. That was the, that was the best part. But uh, we got a whole lot more coming up next week. Of course, that'll be Christmas Day, so we're gonna uh, tape a special episode for you. Uh, but tune in um, if you don't got anything else going on. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, one hundred one seven. The team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week 
where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.